Oh, oh, hi there. It started recording the, before I realized it. Well, uh, as I told you, I'm not going to really edit these much. So uh, we're just going to keep going with it. Uh, welcome to day 26 of the 100 Days of Podcast. I feel so accomplished to have made it through a quarter of the episodes. Dang, let's keep up this good work, team. Team being me and you, because you're here, you're listening. If you're a first-time listener, uh, where have you been? I mean, come on, you have 25 episodes you need to go catch up on after this one. I'm just kidding about where you've been anyway. I would love for you to go back and listen to some of the past ones. Uh, but if you are uh, if you are new here, I'm Heather Balsteric. I'm your host for this crazy ride through uh, this 100-day challenge that I challenged myself to. Yep. <laughs> Self-directed challenge. Go me. Uh, I needed something to push myself at the beginning of this new year. Uh, if you are a return listener, thank you so much. Uh, frequent listener, first-time caller. Uh, it's just so y'all know, it's uh, it's currently 8 o'clock in the evening. It is, it's been a day. So, I definitely am, yes, a little bit, uh, a little bit worn out today, but I'm here recording this podcast because it's a commitment to myself and it's a commitment to you that are listening. So, let's get to the book. Have you ever started to read a book and think, dang, I feel a little judged right now. Are you judging me? I feel like you're judging me, book. Well, that's 100% what happened to me the first time I sat down to read today's book. Uh, So, Bored and Brilliant, How Spacing Out Can Unlock Your Most Productive and Creative Self by Manoush. I'm going to get her last name probably wrong, but we're going to try it out. It's uh, Zumorodi. Zumorodi. Yes, Manoush. That's what she says on her podcast. (laughs) So, uh, but Bored and Brilliant is the name of the book. This was recommended to me by a colleague several years ago. And at this point in time, I was big into just buying digital books. I think I was probably traveling. And so it was just easier to read them on my tablet. And so I bought the book on whatever app, Nook, Kindle, something. And I made it to, I don't know, maybe chapter two uh, when I had to, like, it kept talking about putting away your technology in order to help you be bored. So every time she would mention putting down our tech, I would just look at the electronic screen in front of me and and feel defeated. Like, dang, like, I'm reading a book about putting away technology and I'm reading the book on on a piece of technology. This feels awkward. So I stopped reading it. I still wanted to read this book. It was still always kind of right there in the back of my mind. Like, oh, I really want to go back to that because it sounded really good and interesting. So a few years later, I actually picked up the physical copy of the book. And then in 2021, I finally read it. Woo! Cue that crowd cheering music. Yay! Uh, (laughs) So I'm excited to share um, a couple of the kind of the things that drew me into this book and uh, and, and kind of take you through a couple of things that the book uh, that the book walks you through, and then we'll we'll talk about it. Okay, here we go. So the very first quote that I have highlighted in this book uh, is actually on page five. That's how early in the book I started highlighting, and it says, "When our minds wander, we activate something called the default mode, the mental place 
where we solve problems and generate our best ideas and engage in what's known as audio biograph. Woo, Heather, all the words here. Uh, We engage in what's known as autobiographical planning, which is how we make sense of our world and our lives and set future goals. The default mode is also involved when we try to understand and empathize with other people and make moral judgments. Now, when we let ourselves space out and our minds wonder, we do our most original thinking and problem solving. Without distraction, your mind can go somewhere interest can go to some interesting and unexpected places. And on page six, she goes in to say, being bored gives us the space to ask, what if? There's an essential, sorry, let's see, again, I have to read all these words properly for you to understand this. So let me back up to the beginning of that sentence. Being bored gives us the space to ask, what if? That's an essential question regarding not only any creative endeavor, but also our emotional health and personal growth. I really like that because those are three things that are really important to me. Being creative, my emotional health, and my personal growth. And so having, being bored gives you that space, right? It's a lot to unpack by the time you get to page six. So let's take a breath. (sighs) All right. So Manoush talks about the the bored and brilliant experiment that she ran um, on her podcast called Note to Self. Now I just checked. Uh, the podcast has not released any new episodes since since 2019, but uh, it looked like there were you know some episodes there if you wanted to go back and maybe listen to some of them. But this book actually walks you through the science behind boredom and it gives you a new challenge each day. And she says in here that like, you can read the book and then like, just read it all the way through and then go back and do the challenges or right, take your time, read a chapter a day and then do the challenge the next day. For me, I read the full book because I want to know all the things. Uh, and then I went back and did the challenges. So I'm going to run down the challenges for you so you can get an idea of how it works. And she said that this is designed to build your capacity for boredom then leads you step-by-step through an understanding of your relationship with technology and where our brains and technology can conflict. Again, do you see how reading reading this book on my tablet felt very, very wrong? <laughs> it really did. It made me feel so bad. It felt like a bad human. Maybe not that, but it did. I did feel bad about reading it on a tablet. Um, So let me take you through the seven step program or the seven challenges that she gives. So challenge number one is to observe yourself. First, you'll track your digital habits and most likely will be shocked by what you discover. So this book was written in, let me see, the challenge I think first came out in like 2015. Yep, so this book was 2017. So this was five years ago. Um, This was before screen time was a thing. So you can, if you have an iPhone, I don't know about Android, sorry. Uh, But I know on iPhones, 
there is the screen time that tells you how much you look at your phone. And sometimes it's a little sad. And sometimes, like when it tells me your percentage is down for the week, I'm like, yes. I don't know what I did differently, but yes, I didn't look at my phone as much. <laughs> uh, but you can look and, and track it in several different ways. And in the book, it gives you a couple different ways to track it. But screen time on an iPhone is a really good way to look and to track your digital usage. Uh, challenge number two is keep your devices out of reach while in motion. And this means keep your phone out of sight while you're in transit. So no walking and texting. Uh, a lot of her audience, she's based in New York. So a lot of her audience, right, was, are, are people that, you know, commute on the subway or, you know, walk, you know, walk to work. So this was big, but if you drive to work, uh, you know, keeping it out of reach while you're in motion. There's an example in the chapter of like a stay-at-home mom who was doing the challenge. So her challenge was simply like when she was, you know, walking to and from the kitchen to get something for her child or while she was feeding her child, like anytime she was in motion, she had to kind of redefine that for her situation. Challenge number three, a photo-free day. No pictures of food, cats, kids, dogs, sunsets, nothing. No selfies, no photos, a photo-free day. This is extremely hard for me. Even if I don't post a picture, I'm taking pictures of my cat all the time to send to my husband who's in the other room. Because the cat will be on my desk and he looks so cute. And I'm like, look at the cat. And I'll send it to him. And then he'll send me a picture back of when the cat's on the couch with him. He's like, look at the cat. This is our life. Welcome. Uh, challenge four, delete that app. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, take the one app you can't live without and trash it. Don't worry, you'll live uh, so yeah, if you, if you have an app that you are, you know, definitely you're on it all the time, it takes up a lot of time, you know, a lot of like time suck for you, delete it. Maybe it's, I think one of the examples in here, cause this was 2017 or well, the challenge was 2015. So this was, you know, like words with friends, uh, some, you know, some of those other games that, that people would play like that. Angry Birds. Probably, I don't know if Angry Birds was still a thing then, uh, but you know what I mean. Like an app like that would just a time suck app that would just take up all your time. Delete that app. Uh, challenge number five, take a fakeation. Um, you'll be in the office, but out of touch. So basically, um, you know, you're, you kind of let people know like, hey, I'm in the office, but I am out of touch today. I can't, I'm not going to be able to respond to, to emails or text messages or, or whatever your choice is. And it goes into a little bit more information in that particular chapter. Uh, challenge six, observe something else. It says, reclaim the art of noticing. I think this is, this is a really good one. And I think maybe as in this world today with a lot of people being work from home, uh, virtual, you know, we think I don't go anywhere. Like I'm not on a subway to sit and people watch. I don't have, you know, a central park to go sit in and people watch or, you know, I don't, I just 
you know, I watch, you know, if you're a stay at home, I watch my kids all day. Or if you work from home, well, I look at my cat on my desk all day. But basically, it, it's simply that, that part of instead of picking up your phone when you're bored, notice, right? Sit back and look, look around after work. Um, for me, right? This would be after work. My husband and I don't turn on the TV. Maybe we listen to records. Maybe we sit on the back patio or maybe we go down to the beach. That's, you know, observe something else. Reclaim that art of noticing. Because if I sit around too long, I'm going to notice the dust on top of the shelves, probably. Um, (laughs) I mean, you know, nobody likes to dust. Come on. Uh, I know I'm not the only one. All right. Challenge number seven, the bored and brilliant challenge. In culmination of all of the exercises, you will use your new powers of boredom to make sense of your life and set goals. So when you get to the end of the week, right, you've done all these little exercises and you can go back and kind of take a look and say, okay, what did I learn from this? What can I live without? What space has some of these things allowed me to do? You know, can I set myself um, that Uh, you know, that goal to, hey, I'm not going to look at my phone when I'm doing XYZ, you know, that keep your device out of reach while in motion. And maybe if you're like me, um, like I work, you know, at a desk all day, and I work from home, it's so easy to just have my phone right next to me. And so maybe one of, you know, keeping that device out of reach or, you know, while in motion, maybe for me, that's I take my phone, and I put it on the kitchen counter when I'm working. I don't worry about it. I don't, I don't have, I don't need it next to me. I don't need it for work. So, you know, that may be, you know, something that you go through the challenge and you figure out, okay, I need to try. So there's lots of different things in here that you can do and you can learn from. I mean, just going back through it, I can tell you, I really, a hundred percent, I need to do this challenge again. And, and if you're interested in joining me and doing this challenge, let me know and we can make it a group effort. We can figure out a day. We'll, uh, we'll figure it out and, and make a, make a concerted effort to go, go through these challenges. And maybe I can um, break them down a little bit more and, and do some individual episodes explaining a little bit more if you don't buy the book. So um, let me know if you're interested. Um, I know too, just thinking about the boredom thing and the creativity that can come from that. Moving from my role at Apple, where I wore a lot of hats uh, to moving to my new role here at Amazon, where I have one primary focus. Like, my, this is my job, and the things, all of the tasks that I do go to this job. They impact this one job versus the many, many hats that I wore at Apple. I have, I have had the space to be bored. And that's not a bad thing, right? I've, I've been able to be so creative. My creative my creativity has flourished in the past three months. I am able to really open my mind up, uh, not only at work, but outside of work where I'm, I'm able to be more creative than I've ever been, right? Designing my kitchen, uh, making my watercolor, uh, painting print things. I don't even know what to call them. Uh, you know, making my bullet journal, uh, you know, writing in it and making it pretty and doing the stickers and all of that jazz. I have so much more space to be creative and it doesn't feel like a burden. Like sitting right, sitting here right now doing this podcast, 
I don't feel like it's a burden outside of, of my, of my life. I don't feel like, oh, I gotta go ride, I gotta go ride a podcast, I gotta record a podcast. I don't feel like that. I'm energized by it because I have that space now. I have that space to be bored and it's reignited that creativity. So even if you don't take the full challenge, take some time though, um, this weekend and, and just be bored and see what happens. Be bored. Let it, just let it go. Just hang out. Don't reach for the phone. Don't play Wordle. Just hang out. Speaking of which, I wonder, did I play Wordle today? Anyways, I'll go check in a second. Uh, <laughs> if you don't play Wordle, uh, it's okay. I play it every day. I don't post my results. Um, but, but I like it. I like that I can play one and I'm done. It doesn't suck you in. I'm very happy about that. All right. That is it. I have gone over my 15 minutes. Man, trying so hard, folks, I promise. Um, but I want you to know this because I always let you know this at the end of every episode because I mean it. I mean this from the bottom of my heart that you are loved and you are worthy and there are great things ahead for you if you trust and believe in the Lord. I will see you all tomorrow for another episode, which is all about, uh, it's actually, again, it's another one author, two books episode. Um, and it's a, a couple of the devotionals that I read last year. So we'll, we'll dive into that tomorrow. I will see you then. Bye.